I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello and welcome to the Dream Factory, the world's greatest user-generated movie creation podcast. The rules are simple. We can discuss as many ideas as we like, but only one can be taken to the next stage where it'll be so long that there'll be a line for every man, woman and child in the USA. I'm Joel, a man who puts the chap in El Chapo, and across from me is John Harris, a man whose own attempts to become the Pablo Escobar of Marlowe go from strength to strength, with cowpole purchases on the black market up 150%. If I offered you some cowpole right now, you'd go for it. I'd go for it, yeah. What you're actually selling is out-of-date cowpole. Yeah. Uh, and the longer you leave cowpole, the more potent it gets. Pungent, but also um, effective. My, It was a very drug-heavy introduction there. Yeah. The line for every man, woman, and child in the USA. Yeah, what's that? You know El Chapo? Oh. The guy. Yeah, yeah, in, yeah. Once, in one shipment of cocaine, he brought enough for every for there to be a line for every man, woman, child in the USA. A line. Yeah. Oh. What I've cleverly done is I, mean a line in a script. Yeah. yeah. That's um, very clever. It's pretty impressive, isn't it? From El Chaps. multi No half measures from El Chapo. That's what I liked about him. No, big guy. Big, mm. big yeah, yeah. guy. Um, you always go on about how the, the title of the podcast, not the title, the little blurby thing you do makes no sense. Yeah. Do we for the for the sake of if anyone this is your first ever episode? Mm. I mean, it becomes blatantly clear within about five seconds. But should we just quickly try and explain what we do? Oh yeah, okay. So you send us film ideas. Yeah, we riff on them. Yeah, broadly pun based, but not always. Sometimes that, they're just an idea. That'd be a better introduction, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah. I but, quite like the over the overly verbose and pointlessly yeah i like remembering that i have to write it 10 seconds before i get to your front door yeah that's always fun waiting to ring the doorbell by five minutes this one is from martin citizen crane dr fraser crane power grab so citizen kane you've seen citizen kane yeah i've seen fraser ah surely together we can figure this one out what we do is we say one word of the synopsis from what we remember of each okay you start a man oh mine's man too oh thank Starts helping a uh, person publishing in <laughs> sledge. <laughs> what? Yeah. What sledge? Ah, uh, Rosebud, Seattle, 
tossed salads and scrambled eggs. That was more than one word. And there you go. And that's uh, and that's basically the plot of Doctor Citizen Crane. <laughs> Frasier is Frasier the most successful spin-off from another show? Oh uh, yeah, because to the point where like I don't think I was conscious of the fact that that was a spin-off to another show. Cheers for quite a long time. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers to yeah. you too, cheers. mate. Cheers. Cheers, everyone. Yeah. Is it? It must be. It's a mad idea, I think, quite often to do that, to take a character. Yeah. I'm looking at you, Joey. I've recently got into the American office. It's John. I think it's going to be a hit. You think? That's not a spin-off, though. No, they tried to make a spin-off of oh. the character Dwight. Did they? There was going to be a whole show about his farm, and it's one of the episodes in the last season. Yeah. Wow. It's a crazy idea. It's a really crazy idea. What, just spin-offs in general? Don't you think? Yeah, because what they do is they like misunderstand that the popularity of a side character often is the joy of like... How they interact them with interacting characters. with yeah. the main character. Yeah. So Joey's great because he's interacting with friends. Yeah. Not is, yeah, his, his sister, friends. which yeah. I think is what happens. Oh, is that what it was? I think he, he goes to a different but He's got city. loads of sisters. Yeah, it's one of his sisters. Oh, okay. I think. That's the genius of it because they probably couldn't cast one of his, like one of the actresses who played his actual sister. Too expensive. But they were just like, just, he's got so many sisters, we yeah, just cast a new that. actress. Yeah. Um, yeah, but you know what? Joe was great, so... It was, yeah. Bring I it back. Remember. Bring it back. Four more seasons. Six seasons and a movie. Yes, please. Do you want one from me? Mm-hmm. This one's from Paul. Movie pitch. Final Brexit destination. Opens with Bojo drowning to death in one of his disused water cannons. <laughs> too dark? It's not too dark, Paul. Probably, Paul. Um, I'd say it's too dark. Well, I mean, you've only got yourself to answer to. <laughs> you, you can only, only you can answer the question, too dark. Bojo and the water cannons. I was... Uh, uh, a great band. Bojo and the War Cannons is a great. Good name for a band, isn't it? Punk band. Who is Boris Johnson's brother? And where's he come from? Uh, much like the re- The Urukai. The cast, oh. no, much, like the, <laughs> much like the casting of a new sister for Joey. This is so true. This is the spin-off. He's the spin-off brother. We're going to get a whole series about him now. Who is that guy? I've never heard of him before. His yeah. si- we all know his sister. Oh, yeah, yeah. She's super outspoken. We know his dad. I think they're all against him, though, aren't they? Every they all hate, ma- what's Christmas going to be like? Oh, I can't imagine it. There's also... Um, also, imagine the gaffes at Christmas, the bumbling, the turkey getting thrown around. Yeah. A turkey once fell off. The <laughs> um, a turkey was once placed on the roof of our family car, travelling between places, and it fell off. You? Uh, yeah, and, it, and it just, we just had shards of plate in our turkey for Christmas dinner. Who's the... So, I was left in charge of holding the turkey for a brief moment, and I had to put it on the roof of a car. <laughs> I think it was our car. It might have been Santa's sleigh. And it fell off, and there were just shards of plate in the turkey. It's quite a nice surprise. Um, yeah? Yeah, I think so. I was... I- I'd love to hear your Christmas mishaps. Christmas haps. Christmas haps. Come on. Stop Come it. on, guys. But anyway, I'm sorry, I didn't probably listen to your turkey story, but I'm sure the listeners had a great time. They were loving it. They were really, <laughs> really enjoying it, actually, yeah. Weirdly, I'm already getting feedback on it, saying how great it was. <laughs> um, have you got a film idea? Yeah, all right. This one, uh, I think Paul's involved in this one, actually. Okay, oh, Paul. I really outdoing himself this week. So this one's from Emma, and um, she's linked to, um, I don't know if you saw uh, the biggest news story of the last couple of weeks, was uh, this darts championship that yes, descended into madness because of accusations of farting from both of the contestants. Both of the contestants. Contestants. You hate sport, don't you? So, <laughs> so she uh, says, uh, ladies and gentlemen, let's play shards. Great. And then Paul tweeted uh, to respond to this, um, 140, which isn't a pun. It's not a pun. But it's got more, it's got more likes and retweets than anything we've ever t- <laughs> tweeted as the Dream Factory. So fair play to you, Emma and Paul, right? 
We should wow. get them to look after our social. <laughs> yeah, the job's there. It doesn't pay well. Um, or at all. Uh, okay, so 140. That's rubbish. That's really rubbish. But No, we love you, Paul. No, we do love you, Paul. But step your game up. But darts <laughs> does rhyme with farts. Yeah, that one's that and one that is, is a, good. a functioning um, Pink eye instead of bullseye. That's something that's off the top Disgusting. of my head. That's the top of my head. So Gary Anderson and Wesley Harms. Harms, like arms. He's got big arms. So they were playing darts yeah. in a big tournament. Yeah. And there was a farty smell. And they both accused the other one of farting. Someone was playing quite well, I think, until the fart smell started. Mm. And it seemed to somehow inspire the other one. To make a comeback, um, but the big reveal is that I think it's someone in the front row. Well, it wasn't either player. Well, that's the thing. Like, I think if someone's got a really well, awful stomach, like mm. really bad, you could be yeah, you could be in the crowd and still Can pass you, that I, smell. I out. find it hard to believe that the crowd at the darts would be the, be the sort <laughs> of crowd that would fart. Here is a story, secondhand story about the darts that might explain why the room smells of farts. Okay. There is a dart session. I don't know which championship it is because, John, you'll know this, but famously, the darts world split in two in like the 90s or something. And there's the BDO and another one. Oh, and they're like two competing saying... sides of a sport. So imagine if there was like a Premier League and another Premier League because they had a fight. A little bit like, except they have different rules, but a little bit like rugby union and league. Yeah, a bit like rugby union and league, yeah. If it happened now, when yeah. people care. And there's, you know, Twitter. Uh, anyway... Ali Pali darts event, you can you pay like a flat fee, 120 quid. Mm-hmm. Unlimited booze and food. And that's your entrance fee. And ridiculous darts all day. Oh, great. That, there are sessions that start at 9.30am and you get a meal on arrival, right? And I've got a friend that went and he got there at 9.30am, excited, going to have a day, day on the beer and, you know, a lovely breakfast at Ali Pali. Get in at 9.30, the meal was chicken curry. <laughs> the thing is... Straight away. Could you eat a chicken curry at 9.30? You could. Because especially you've got to travel no, there's to no, get there. Yeah, there's no windows in there. That, no, yeah, you That right. helps. Would you just change the time on your watch? Yeah, exactly. It's I like Vegas. Think. Yeah, it is like Vegas. But the they, thi- they Chicken curries at such a weird time in Vegas, famously. <laughs> it's like Vegas because they don't have any windows. They don't have breakfast. They, they try and t- mislead you. Maybe that's another way they mislead you in Vegas. They serve meals at different times. And they fart. That's what I've and heard. Stinky do. farts. <laughs> that's, that'll stop you when you've that's got a, a good really- roll in poker. Good roll in poker. You are such a loser. <laughs> I rolled a seven in poker, guys. Uh, and maybe that's where the game Craps gets its name. Hello. Um, sorry to bring us back to the point, but are we? Are <laughs> yeah, we what, what are you doing? Dystopian world where they play darts and the the tactics that they're using to to psych each other out get worse and worse to the point where they are just walking on stage shitting themselves. I think the higher the number you score, yeah, a more potent fart is released against the opponent. So you're like in a separate <laughs> perspex box. So it's two dartboards and a perspex and two perspex boxes and they fill up with farts the better you're doing, the that's, other person's doing. And that's why they give you curry at 9.30am because yes. they need to get you ready. They, they actually funnel the farts from the audience. <laughs> this is so horrible. <laughs> uh, there you go. This one's from Janet. It's the Widow's Twanky. <coughs> Yeah. Pantomime Dames doing a heist. Oh, Joel, for once we've actually seen this film we've recently. Seen, yeah. Well, pantomime is a big part of your childhood? Yeah. Every single year. Yes, me fire. too. Great. Local pantomime. Love the local pantomime. Wick- the Wickham Swan. Mm, the Woodville Halls in Gravesend. Lovely. Yeah. Uh, uh, it's great. Yeah. I haven't been to one for years. I can't imagine the storylines have changed too much. Uh, I imagine they're a bit more PC. I think, yeah, probably. <laughs> I think the last one I attended. I don't think, I think pantos exist on... In their own world. Outside of wokeness. Outside of political correctness, don't they? Probably. It's like, you know, you give your ticket at the door and you suspend 
all of your morals. <laughs> so you can see Paul O'Grady strutting around. Who is the best person in your... So thing? I can't... I'm, my memory's terrible. And I think this is actually relatively recent. I'm talking, I was probably... Like, it was probably the last time I went. I was probably an adult already. Yeah. Frank Bruno. Whoa! I think it was Frank Bruno. I'm going to Marlo to... did some serious business. Ah, no, it's High Wickham, mate. You wouldn't get that stuff in... High Wickham. I mean, that's... Frank Bruno, that's the creme de la creme, isn't it? Let me just check. He yeah, was a, yeah, he was a yeah. boxing contestant. Uh, yeah, so Frank Bruno, and he played the genie in Aladdin. Oh, what? And halfway through the show, um, he loads of money comes drops from the ceiling, and mm-hmm. it's like notes with Frank Bruno's face on it. Wow, have you got one? Nah. Oh. It's too scared. That'd be worth a fortune now. I was scared, you know, I tried to use it in real I was scared I'd use it in real life. <laughs> Legal tender. Addressed, it, addressed it? Arrested. Um, yeah, so that is the best one. Can you remember a good one? Yes. Uh, my most vivid memory of the pantomime as a child is that Jade Goody was in a production and due to a wardrobe malfunction, her dress fell off. Now, you say this. Is, I do say it. Is because not of the, completely off. One of the well, one of the because one of the the traditions of a panto yeah. is now that they pretend something goes wrong halfway through. Yeah. So the audience because the audience lose their minds yeah. when they think that they're in on an actual mistake, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. So is was it potentially that every night Jade's dress fell off? No, because you saw a bum. Oh, yeah. oh, okay. I think I went up on stage once as well. Oh, really? It was pretty exciting. Got a little goodie bag. Oh, amazing. Did a little turn. Wow. Yeah. Did you like when they threw sweets into the audience? Do you reckon they still do that? Well, That's you put your health and safety. Yeah, now, like I reckon. Kids' eyes getting gouged. Everyone out. gets goggles when they when they walk <laughs> in. They really used to really throw those sweets. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, mate. Mm. So right, widow twanky. Yeah. A collection of widows twankies have to get together mm. um, from from all different pantomimes. Lovely. They're from all different. Like, I can stories. imagine the montage of them oh. going around the local exactly theaters, and there must be some sort of central character. Maybe someone's trying to homogenize pantomimes. Yeah, um, and there's just going to be one pantomime in every theater, and it doesn't feature widows twankies, and so they, for some reason, rob that guy of of the new scripts of the new scripts. Yes. Twankyless scripts. Yes. So for the record, uh, for if you're not British and you're still listening now, fair play. But for the, just in case you don't know what a pantomime is, it's like every Christmas... It's the, like wrestling. The local theatre will book out the entirety of December and some of January, which I've never got. And no one goes, in, hey, yeah. that's got to be the saddest time, hasn't um, it? Yeah. And they basically do fairy tales on stage and it's a christmas tradition and there are certain characters well i think no there are two characters that regardless of the fairy tale yeah. they will show up and yep. one yeah, is yeah. buttons yes. which is basically a young man who's a bit bit of an idiot and a bit of an idiot yeah. and then the other's widow twanky which yeah. is a man in drag mm-hmm. playing an old lady yes and that is and yeah sometimes widow twanky will be like the fairy godmother as well though right isn't yeah. that a thing? Sometimes, yeah, for they sure. They work it into the plot. Sometimes it's crowbarred right in. Yeah. But it's always a highlight. I don't think Buttons has ever properly worked into the plot. Buttons is just the happiest I, I really vividly remember Buttons in a Peter Pan and it making no sense and he would just like fall overboard a lot. <coughs> but the great stuff. Really oh, good absolutely. stuff. Absolutely. Yeah, so the Widow's Twanky have to uh, heist this new... He's one of those big theatre guys. You know how there's some people that own mm. all the theatres? Well, he's bought every theatre in the UK, including the little provincial ones. And he's showing his one pantomime. That's his vision is that everyone will see the same pantomime and uh, the Widow's Twanky are out. He thinks Widow's Twanky are old hat, but they're not. They're new hat. They promote some really positive messages. Yes. So yeah. we should encourage them. Now, is the head, is the head Widow Twanky? Mm-hmm. Viola Davis. No, <laughs> Christopher Biggins, surely. Is Isn't he a famous he? Twanky? Is he not a famous Twanky? Is he a Twanker? He's definitely like... He's twanked. You think? He's known for it. 
Yeah, I think he probably has twice, but he's probably like a London Palladium. Yeah, yeah. oh yeah, funky. we're talking like, he probably does it once a year for charity. Yeah. Whereas like... Gets the old dress out. So you, what you want is six men who are like properly... I want Barry from EastEnders. <laughs> I want Biggins. It's going to be an all-star cast, right? Oh, okay, fine. Who else is a... Well, I don't think the Widow Twanky is necessarily a famous name. It's just, it's just a local guy. Yeah, local amateur... Dramatics, dude. Yeah. Let's just do it go. that way. Keep I'm it well real. into it. Should we go and see a pantomime this year? Uh, I just think it'll be cheesy now, and they'll try and like do like little mix songs and stuff, and it'll, oh, which think. is part was There'll part of the charm. Ca- the, the villain will be Trump. How many pantomimes yeah. will the villain be Trump in? Yeah, true. There'll be Brexit jokes. It'll be like they'll do like Robin Hood, but the sheriff of Nottingham will have like a blonde wispy hair. Yes, yes. There'll be some sort of Brexit joke. Oh yeah, definitely. Oh. <laughs> they, how do they do the Brexit joke? Um, the greatest, one of the greatest send-ups of pantomime is in the Ricky Gervais sitcom extras. Yes, it's brilliant. That noise was kind of stolen from Ricky Gervais yeah. when he's doing the pantomime. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. What about this one from Liam? Thank you, next. <laughs> hey? Uh, what about this one from Liam? Hogan Lucky, Hulk Hogan and his brother Rob the Vault at Charlotte Motor Speedway during the Coca-Cola 500. I feel like we've done that, but let's do it again. It's always fun. It's always good to do a remix. Uh, yeah, uh, we've done a lot. No, maybe we did Logan as in uh, Wolverine. Yeah. It's so difficult to remember. You've definitely done You've definitely done a Logan Lucky one. I remember so that. So it's Hulk Hogan Lucky. Yeah. He's doing a heist. He would fit very well into the characters of Logan Lucky, which is a really good film. I haven't seen it, but I know you've recommended it in the past. Yeah, so Hulk Hogan, he is a wrestler down on his luck, yeah. and he needs to win big. Okay. So uh, Logan so Lucky is about... So he can go and about... start a new life somewhere else in the world. Logan Lucky is about a heist during... Um, yeah, uh, during the speedway. That's quite a cool concept. Yeah. That's a fun idea. They basically like, steal all the money from the concession stands, because it's in one central place. Ah. Yeah, it's really fun. Hulk Hogan would fit right in at the speedway, but would he be too recognisable? He shaves off the moustache. There we go. Um, a couple things in this thing that Liam has wonderfully sent to us, so thank you. But 
um, he's put the word brother in capital letters, which was my bad for not saying it properly, but I'm supposed to have said, and his brother, because that's what uh, he does, doesn't he? He calls everyone his brother, Hulk yeah. Hogan. And then when I first read it, I thought his brother was called Rob. Rob Hogan. Yeah, well, because it's like Hulk Hogan and his brother, Rob the Vault. Uh, Rob the Vault. Rob the Vault. He <laughs> was a lesser name. known wrestler. Rob the Vault, yeah. He had a really unsuccessful career. Elect- yeah, and he's, uh, he's like an electric. His gimmick is electricity. As a character, oh, I-, I was thinking. Or a chamber, like a vault. Yeah, I was, okay. yeah, was going to say that his character was too safe. <laughs> yeah. Good. I think that is wonderful. I think it's great. I had a really nice time thinking about that. Thank- gonna, do you know what? I'll probably go away from this recording and think about it some more. Thank you so much, Liam. Have you got another one? Yeah, this one's from Stu, friend of the pod, which oh, every time I say it, mm-hmm. we still haven't had anyone take up the position of enemy of the pod. No, not yet, so. which suggests that we are... Super likable. Yeah, we're too lovable. This one is a V for Vianetta. Good. Strangely political from, from us this week. What's political about Vianetta's? <laughs> It's weird for you to say strangely political after saying Vianetta. Like, that evokes something <laughs> in your mind. Is it because it's a, a traditional Austrian dessert? And Is you it? You know that we went, but it'll be difficult for KFC to get shipments of them in. Think about how much KFC? trouble. They used, to be, they used to come as part of the KFC family Did bucket. It? Mm-hmm. Amazing. All right. Remember the trouble KFC recently had getting chicken? Yeah. After Brexit, it's got no hope of getting a shipment of Vianetta from Australia. Australia? <laughs> Austria. Ha- Do they retail Vianettas in Australia? Let us know. Secondly, is it really an Austrian dessert? I've been to Austria. Yeah. I didn't see a single Vianetta. And I was in Vienna. Uh, well. Yeah. Which is the home of them, right? I, I can only assume. <laughs> so I assumed it was like a dystopian London where Natalie Portman no ice cream. and Hugo Weaving blow up a pudding at Parliament. A pudding at Parliament. So the, parli- the, the pudding's the bomb. You know, like sneaking someone in yeah. with a big cake. Exactly. That's very good. Christmas so pudding. there's a massive Which Vianetta. pudding would be the best bomb? Christmas pudding, very bomb-shaped. And you set it on fire. There is one called... uh, You do set... It's the ultimate excuse. Yeah, because people wanting to use bombs, their biggest issue at the minute is having a legitimate reason to set them on fire. That's the big issue, isn't it? Yeah. All the other logistics have been covered. What I know about bombs is... uh, uh, I've learnt it all from Roadrunner, and it's that they have a big fuse (laughs) that you have to light. And the problem is at the moment, that's too obvious. So what other things you can publicly set on fire (laughs) that you could also disguise as a bomb... In that Venn diagram, it's a very small slither. Yeah. And it's a slither of Christmas pudding. <clears throat> There's oh no dear. penny in this one. It's dynamite. I it's think, C4. I think at the beginning of this, you you were onto something and I, I drove us away from it. A world with, imagine a world without ice cream. Well, I'm, no, it's no, been no. a while since I've done Imagine a World without uh, <laughs> it's food been, stuff. It's been a while. It has been a while. And Welcome back. Um, I've got a few tweets from accounts that i've set up that yeah. have said uh <laughs> we really want you to do an, uh, imagine a world without a food stuff um so imagine a world without ice cream i, I was thinking- if you can <laughs> ben and jerry would be down on their luck what would they do if overnight ice cream went what would ben and jerry get up to they, they would just be the tubs and they'd just have like little bits of brown it'd be mostly empty and they just have a bit of brownie or a bit of caramel oh, in so the tub. i love ben and jerry so much by the way if there's any way they could um, sponsor us or just let me have one free bite of ice cream <laughs> I would mention them on the podcast forever <laughs> a single bite yeah imagine uh, that's probably someone who tests their flavours for a job probably oh, I bet it's just up. I bet you you have another job and then you also just on a Friday get to have the best day ever that's I, that's what I imagine would happen oh that'd be so good. four days of, four days on accounts one day tasting ice cream oh, and they rotate it maybe <laughs> everyone gets to do the job yeah they're such great guys. Yeah. Oh, they're the best. I can't believe they do that. Uh, so go onto the website uh, and use the code. Uh, we just made up a sponsorship. No, no, no. Right. There's KFC. No, 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 no. KFC. Yeah. Hugo Weaving and Natalie Portman work for KFC. Good. And they have to use 
uh, they have to blow up Parliament to reverse Brexit because they're scared they're not going to be able to get their VNSs. That's their family genius. Buckets. That is genius. So somehow they have to sneak a KFC into Parliament. Can you get Deliveroo to Parliament? That's a that's a good question, good isn't it? Good question. Uber Eats now serving Parliament. Yeah. My only issue with the plot, and to be fair, no, loads on. of other I don't believe there is one. Loads of other films have made less sense, so I think we'll be fine. But I do worry about how um, blowing up Parliament's just going to reverse Brexit. But it would no, it would at least put a, a, a slight delay to it. I think. Yeah, true. Okay, so they they sneak the KFC into into Parliament. Some they just have to, somebody's ordering it. Yeah, who's the most KFC MP? Uh, Imagine no. if it's secretly Corbyn. Yeah, that'll be fun. Yeah, let's that'll let's make fun, it Corbyn yeah. as a little secretly twist. a little KFC fan. I'll be honest, with you, I don't want to just I don't want to sit here and body shame politicians, <laughs> which is essentially what you are asking me to do. Yeah, should we move on to our own? Uh, yeah, let's do our own. Who's going to go first? I'm going to go first, and my idea is Ralph Little breaks the internet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm what, here. What's your idea? Uh, uh, yeah, so Ralph Little from uh, Two Pints of Lager and a Packet of Crisps, yeah. which is how he likes to be referred to. <laughs> I'm sure. That's what he likes best. Yeah, um, and and liking football fame. Um, he, he also breaks royal the family, not not the royal. Oh, and yeah, and sorry, yeah, he is Prince Ralph Little. <laughs> so um, he, he yeah. literally breaks the internet. He breaks the internet. Yeah, he is in an important meeting at Google. And yeah, he trips over a wire, uh, and the internet stops. He and it's because he storms out because he's been introduced as uh, Ralph Little from Two Pints of Lager. Uh, I mean, a big exec meeting. Yeah, and he's yeah. just fuming because he's the new face of Google. <laughs> because a lot of people Google what's Ralph Little up to these days, <laughs> and that's the ad campaign. That's a fucking good ad campaign, what? by the way. Find a celebrity. Uh, find like down and out celebrities and people googling what are they up to these days. Ralph, mate. For the record, I don't think you're down and out. I'm sure no. you're having a great time. Um, he's life. more likely to be the face of Bing. I just feel like he's more Bing level. All right. Bada bing, bada boom. No, I'm joking. I love Ralph Little. He's Friend one of, of the my comedy heroes. Anyway, he trips over a wire at Google. He's just about to sign the contract Good. to be the face of Google. Yeah. And he trips over a wire and the internet unplugs. Is it a wire that's plugged into a wire? It just says the internet. Yeah, it says the internet. Do not unplug. <laughs> Please. Um, and he trips it over. And the yeah. thing about it is, is, you can't just plug the internet back in because uh, it disappears. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And then we are, di- we are just dipped into... The- 20 plus years of like feudal systems and dystopia yep. thanks to and Ralph Little becomes <laughs> Ralph the king Little. he becomes the king he becomes the actual royal family ah. yeah it was his plan all along yeah, yeah. Uh, twist because he was very famous pretty much pre the internet and he thinks that if we return to a pre internet world mm. he will find fame again because everything that's happened since the internet we've all essentially forgot because we didn't write it down exactly but exactly we did keep the radio times from 1998 well, we're looking at both of our copies right now. I don't go anywhere without them. <laughs> there you go. Oh, I love the, the villain turn where he turns the camera at the end. Was it an accident? <laughs> I love it. Yeah. All right, here's my one. It's called Where There's a Will, There's No Way Out. Whoa. That's terrifying. <laughs> All the Williams, Prince, not not the artist, uh, William, Pr- Prince William. Can I guess them? Will I Am? Yep. Shakespeare? Yep. <laughs> You're lying. You just... No, they're here. Okay. Um, I'll say them in the order I've written them. Or you can keep guessing. Um, Wordsworth. No. Wilberforce. No. Um, but I mean, these can all be in there, but Clinton. they're not here. You Will Clinton. You don't think about him being a William. Willie but he Clinton. probably is. Big Willie style. Right. I had Prince, Defoe, I Am, Shatner, Smith, Young, Shakespeare, and Billy Piper. I assume she's a William. She probably, yeah. Um, yeah. No one's a Billy. 
Yeah. Um, so they are all in a room where, for some weird reason, mm-hmm. it's just been discovered that uh, William, Shakespeare's, <laughs> William Shakespeare's um, will is like in a box. Here's William. Exactly. Yeah, will is short for William. Do not open until 2018. And it says at the top, the top 20 most searched on Google. Don't know how he knew what Google was. Yep. Well, he just so says this top- is pre-Ralph Little breaking it. <laughs> he says top is it a prequel? Tw- yeah. yeah. Top 20 most well-known Williams mm-hmm. have to come to yeah, this place. Right. And they, they're in the, with the chance of winning here. But his, it's like Saw. His mil- exactly. He looks, he's got the hair of that little guy in Saw. Yeah. <laughs> Hasn't he? Jigsaw. Shakespeare. Yeah, that's it. He's got a jigsaw vibe. <laughs> yeah. He's got jigsaw hair. Yeah. Fuck, I've never realised that before. Because why would I? But mm. William Shakespeare is jigsaw. Yeah. Amazing. And, and they're so in a room they, and they have to kill each other. They just all just kill the hell out of each other. Oh, who wins? Billy Piper. Of course. Yeah. And she goes on to use all of his uh, his sonnets. Is it unreleased plays? And she puts herself in the lead role. She puts herself in the lead role. She starts her pop career again at using the sonnets as lyrics. And Amazing. She takes over the world from Ralph Little. <laughs> There you go. That's great. Well done. Thanks, man. Um, and that about brings us to the end of the show. And we know it's the end of the show because there's a knock, knock, knock on the studio door. And entering the studio, John. Well, it's obviously Ralph Little. And he has... looks furious. <laughs> that was a good episode. Yeah. Um, there was some good stuff. Yeah. And there was some great stuff. <laughs> We're balanced like that. Yeah, exactly. We don't want to give you just great stuff. Because imagine it, you wouldn't be able to handle it. If you listen to this on your commute into work, the rest of the day would be a disappointment. Yeah. Even more so. <laughs> sometimes Joel will be like, Stop, can take this out of the recording, mate, but we're yeah. doing too much great stuff. Yeah, so sometimes you- I'll say some really good stuff and I'll go away and let John edit that out. <laughs> People aren't ready for it. You know, that's what they said about, I really remember an interview with Kanye West and Jay-Z where they said that when they first made watch the throne it was too good and people wouldn't really get how good it was <laughs> so that's to pair it back it's similar when we create this we're quite like Kanye West and Jay-Z mm. and I'll leave you listener to decide who is who I'm Jay-Z planning for your next trip elevate your travel style with Quince Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway like European linen premium luggage options buttery soft Italian leather bags and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Send the guys a movie idea. Tell your friends that you like the show. Follow us on social media. Then you'll be the best listener.